This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. And a very good evening to all. Good evening. It was one of those days I woke up and I was like, it's Thursday. It's Wednesday. It's fine though. It's grand. <laughs> It's Wednesday, yeah. I got For over a second it. there, I was like, oh, well, it is Thursday. Oh, it's not. No. But look, it's a bank it's holiday a this weekend. Now. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, that's always good. Oh, oh yeah. As if, um, I suppose we can do a little bit more stuff than the last bank holiday weekend. When was the last bank holiday weekend? June bank holiday weekend, wasn't it? Yes, June was the last one. And that was so. pretty much lockdown central, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was, yeah. Although, obviously, now that no one can travel abroad for the bank holiday, everybody is staycationing in Ireland. So I decided yesterday, maybe I'll go away somewhere in Ireland for two nights. I cannot get anywhere. All hotels seem to be booked up. Now, Uh, I've tried counties that I've never heard of before. Like Leitrim? Yeah. Like, what is this place? (laughs) It's booked up. Leitrim has a lovely waterfall, by the way. You should go out to it. It's very nice. I can't. There's no accommodation. I don't know if people have found that. I have a friend who was meant to be going to a, a wedding next month and uh, they were initially uh, just all over the shop with the weddings and there's a small wedding now and uh, the rooms in the hotel were like 75 quid um, and now they've just jumped up to like 200 and something for one night and um, the beautiful, uh, at least our Celtic Tiger prices have returned. We can be glad about that, can't we? Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. Obviously the prices of hotels, you know, I was trying to do it on a budget ish and even at mm. that even at that they're 200 plus and they're sold out so people obviously have the money to spend on hotels abroad um, by abroad I mean outside of Dublin <laughs> is that what you consider abroad that's why we have Jeez, to pretend it's abroad now passport going down to Kildare do I Ooh. if you're spending nearly 800 quid on an Irish holiday you have to try and convince yourself that you're going further away and can you imagine how bad it is if, you know, your family going away? You're trying to bring oh. like two or three kids. You're just like, here, listen, yeah. we'll remortgage no. the gaff and we'll get two nights away in Galway. Happy days. You just buy a tent and say, do you know what? If it pisses rain, so what? We'll all squeeze into this tent and we'll, you know, have a holiday. <laughs> Tell you misery. what we'll do. Tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll shred. We will shred ridiculously expensive holidays in Ireland and the cost of holidaying here. Do uh, 
I know they have to make the money back, but Jesus, you know. In saying that, right, do you want to know? I've been, um, I've been continuing my nosy neighbour status here, right? So um, my, my setup is down here in the front room because myself and Saoirse are broadcasting from home. So I'm here at the window. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing a bit of curtain twitching. I'm like, who's that now? Walking I haven't seen him before now. Right? I've a, my hair up in a towel, I have a dressing gown on. I'm just yeah. sitting there with my wooden spoon screaming at people. But um, the neighbours across the road, at like 8 o'clock in the evening, Sunday, last week, a big uh, people carrier taxi pulled up outside and they all jumped in the back with a load of suitcases. Oh no, they're gone away. They're gone away? Sh- you should have Shock. gone out and given out to them. You're giving out to the kids now. Drag the microphone out live on the radio. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse you should have. me. Yeah, it would have made great radio. I would have been promoted to the uh, regional Karen of the neighbourhood. Could have been my <laughs> official title. Yeah, but people are going away. I think it's really strange. I also had yeah. neighbours today. Now, in fairness, the lady was from Slovakia, so she's gone home for a month. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, she's in her own kind of little cottage in the middle of nowhere, as she said, in, in Slovakia. But still, I just think going on a plane and stuff... Is it really worth the risk? People I don't think probably so. aren't even thinking it's worth. Maybe it's worth the financial risk to a lot of people because again, the alternatives here are uh, they're a little bit expensive. You might have noticed that if you've if you've come across if you've come across any ridiculous kind of prices for a hotel or a B and B or an Airbnb, you know, going away for the weekend, let us know. Would like it'd be interesting to see how much you're getting charged for trips away this weekend in particular as well. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. But listen, that is shred for you anyway, sir. The, the ridiculous cost of domestic trips. Oh, it feels yeah. so good. It really does. Thank you. Thank you for that. No worries. Now, what I would also like to shred this evening, I saw one of the strangest things in the world um, today in the, in the gym. Humble brag, because, you know, I just go to the gym and sit in the jacuzzi. But sure, look, we all have our flaws. But are you working um, out, though? Emotionally. I'm working myself out emotionally. That's See, all I'm trying to do. The person that tells you they go to the gym all the time but never posts up a picture of their abs doesn't do much in the gym. There you go. And that obviously explains what you're going to tell us. Well, no, I mean... This is the strangest thing I've ever seen in a hell of a long time, and I would like to shred this person this evening too. You, you know, we've talked about this before, that sometimes in, in gyms, or maybe you've seen this in hotel gyms as well when you're away or just pool areas, people like to get the hairdryer and dry other places other than their hair with a hairdryer. Yeah, sometimes disgusting. I also yeah. seen a girl the other day drying her toes. <sighs> like, surely that's just easier to do with a towel. Maybe she didn't want to put the towel on the ground, but it's definitely not hygienic. That's a weird one now. But at least that's a body part, and you see some justification for it. You know, sometimes you try and you know, use the hairdryer to get the creases out of your T-shirt or your shirt if it's been in the gear bag for a prolonged period of time and you look like an idiot coming out. Fine, we'll get away with that. But certain body parts that should never really be air-dried or air-dried. But this guy, this guy, I'd say, was about 18 or 19 and he was standing in front of the mirror with the hair-dryer in his hand and he was, he was like blow-drying the bottom of his flip-flop. Oh, that's really strange. That's, that's like, that's serial killer stuff, isn't it? Well, kind of. Like, I understand maybe he was No, I don't very embarrassed. He's a, he was very embarrassed to be there and he thought, okay, if I walk to the other side of this changing room I could slip and fall and everyone will no, laugh at me you can't because it's, it's like a carpeted changing room area he was done he was finished he was coming back now I understand putting wet flip flops and wet clothes into your gear bag a bit awkward sometimes and can stink up the place you can dry them with your towel again but he was like five minutes standing there blow drying the bottom of his flip flops now was he wearing them or did he just have them in his hand no no, no in his hand he wasn't wearing them he was just in his hand oh. 
Oh, that is very strange. That's just very odd. So I'd like to shred you the, the phantom blow, uh, flip-flop blow dryer. That's going to be your name from now on. He's going to be called the flip-flop killer. That's what it's going to be. Do you know what that probably was? That was probably, here's what it was. He had probably murdered someone who was wearing flip-flops and then came to the gym to have a shower and then was drying off their flip-flops and he takes those as a token of his, his, of his victims. And that's what or he does. Or maybe, he, you know, he could have OCD. I'm going with Flip Flop Killer. I think that's a much better one. I think he's, okay. we're going to have a Netflix a series in a couple of years and I'll be interviewed there going, I first saw the Flip Flop <gasps> Killer in Actually, the gym. you know what? Yeah. It could be like, don't F with cats. There you go. Don't flip You know, don't flops. F with... Yeah, and then you realise that it's got nothing to do with the Flip Flops. He has a much deeper, darker secret going on. I think so. So listen, if, you were, if you're in the Dublin 15 area, there is a serial killer known as the flip-flop killer going around murdering people and then coming back to a gym, uh, washing their flip-flops and using the hairdryer to uh, clean them off. I wish he was listening right now and was like, oh my God, that's me. Imagine and then at the end of the in. show, I'm going to look outside and he'll just be there with a chainsaw. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, at least I was right. At least I can get that, actually. <laughs> so there we go. We're going to shred him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very strange. I mean, I was going to say at least his flip-flops are dry, but I, I don't know why you would want that or care. Wouldn't that I kind know. of material dry really quick anyway? Very yeah, strange. Yeah, it doesn't hold much water. It's designed to be used in pools and it's not like it's a spongy material. So and anyway, that was the, the weird thing that I said or that I saw this afternoon anyway. Uh, Chloe, good evening. Chloe, WhatsApp to send on 0876797104. Shredder's in studio all day, every day, by the way. So if there's anything that has annoyed you, freaked you out, that you just like destroyed from your life, let us know. We will sacrifice it live on the show here for you this evening. Uh, she said, can I shred the ASAI for banning the tampon ad? Oh, I heard about this today. Yes. Um... Now, I thought the ad was pretty funny. I thought it was very uplifting. It's quite kind now, of humorous. I will be honest, I haven't seen it. How have you not seen that? Now, do you know what? Funnily enough, two, two guys I know had brought this up before I'd even seen it. They had been shocked a few months ago after, you know, witnessing this on TV that uh, it was a bit crude, it was a bit, bit much... Mm. So then I went and looked at it myself. Now, it is a bit strange, and maybe some of the wording is a little bit aggressive, but, I mean, it's natural, obviously. I don't see anything wrong with it. No, neither, neither did I, right? Um, but it, it has been banned because apparently this TV ad for tampons was... A lot of complaints came in over it. And 84 people complained about this TV ad. Uh, there's yep. nothing too untoward about it. And uh, the ASAI have taken the view that the volume of complaints means that we should cancel it. Now, apparently it has not breached any of their code of ethics or their guidelines or anything like that. It hasn't been deemed offensive or inappropriate to children or anything like that. And one of the main reasons that the ASI has pulled it is because of the volume of complaints. So 84 Karens got a tampon ad pulled off the TV. But I just want to know what the complaints were like. I well, mean, what they were they... publish those as well? What, what were they complaining about? Was it the wording? Because the, the wording was a bit strange more than anything. Mm. But that was the only thing I found... I just found it a bit odd. But, I mean, it's hardly offensive. It's, as I said, it's normal, it's natural. And it's something that we all have to do, all us girls. So I don't see the big deal. But I just want to know what 84 people... Maybe it's the same person. 
<laughs> different yeah, accounts. Different, different yeah. random emails. But, the, but that's it because that kind of shows you that. The, the, should the ASAI not be like standing up to these people and kind of saying, well, we appreciate that, but it hasn't actually breached any of our... Uh, and in for a guideline. So the ruling on this, they said they find no actual fault with the ad, yet have declared to uh, declared to have caused widespread offence simply because of the level of rejected complaints they received. So all of these complaints were rejected. They weren't the complain the complaints weren't right. They weren't right in what they were complaining about. But they still said, oh, because there's so many of them, sure we best cancel it. It's just a bit of an odd one. So listen, Chloe, we will shred that to pieces. Yes, for we you. will. Absolutely yeah. no problem at all. A um, bit of a strange one. And here's the other thing. Maybe we could set up a thing. Maybe we could just pick a random TV ad and get it cancelled for no reason at all. We can just say, I'm very, very offended over, I don't know, like an ad for a bank or something generic. And we'll see if they'll, they'll play ball and just kind of go, listen, we're, we are very offended. We'll get 84 of us here listening to the show this evening. And you can write in an email and then we'll see if all you need is a minimum threshold of 84 complaints to, like you could destroy businesses with this. Your competitor is launching a new product and you go, 84 staff, send an email. They're not going ahead with that campaign. See you, bye. I wonder if um, they'd write back to you. Do they write back to people individually? I think they'd have to. Do they address your complaint? I'm not sure what we're about to find out. What what we cancelled? This is the old cancel culture that we're in now. We should cancel probably the most innocent and harmless ad that is out there right now. Just, Just for the crack. Just for the crack to see, just to see how mad this world has gone. Uh, We got a message in there as well. Uh, Alicia, how? What's the story? How are things? He was. This is in relation to the uh, flip flop serial killer that's roaming Dublin. Uh, he was definitely drying them after washing them because you can get COVID off the bottom of shoes. Oh, but now would would it be a, a good idea to be drying the bottom of your flip flops with a communal hair dryer? There you go. Do you know what I mean? So no, and no one's been washing them hair dryers. Like no one's been rubbing them down after use. No. They haven't, and that's the problem. So, I mean, you're going to be spreading it either way. I, I yeah. think, you know. I mean, especially in the gyms now, they're really cleaning it, like, every two minutes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're putting a lot of effort into that. But hair dryers, I don't know. I haven't seen anyone clean a hair dryer in my gym anyway. Yeah, so there you go. I, I don't know, maybe he was cleaning them, but we're going to go with the uh, serial killer, flip-flop serial killer operating in Dublin uh, right now. Still to come on the show, if you think women talk more than men, uh, apparently you're incorrect and you're wrong and there's data to prove it. A sociolinguist is going to be explaining more about that and the impacts that that kind of belief has. And also a competitive eater is going to be on the show, somebody who eats huge amounts of food. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Jonas Blue, naked. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 this evening and uh, still coming up a little bit later on on the show. Uh, well, a competitive eater is going to be joining us on the show, a professional competitive eater. And we'd like to know, what are some of the biggest amounts of food you've successfully eaten in one sitting? Or what's the most you've ever eaten at any one single time in your entire life? Let us know. 87 I mean, I have a few in my head that I have eating people under the table really especially after maybe a heavy night of fun Mm, Uh, the next day I tend to eat a huge amount of food but yeah I mean I did have two large pizzas before with wedges Um, from where from where where was it from I think it was Apache at the time and that was quite large and I actually managed to I managed to finish them. Now, I didn't do it under a certain time or anything. I did it because I was just a mess. Um, yeah. I also had a binge of um, 
four large chips after a night out, went to McDonald's. Four large chips and I got the chicken nuggets. I got a burger. I kind of got everything on the menu. And I ate all of it. Um, And then, I said it before, I ate 32 chicken nuggets. (laughs) Um, One day when I just went to the drive-thru, I just was craving chicken nuggets and I ate 32 of them. Easily done, isn't it? They're just perfect bite size. You just keep shoaling them in, horsing away, and you're like, this is grand. So good, yeah. Now, I have obviously overeaten to the point where I've actually gotten sick, and not purposely, obviously, um, when I had gone out, and I, I said this before, for a three-course dinner, proper, mm. like, full, and then got a chipper. Just because I wanted a chipper, I couldn't say no, I couldn't walk by it where I was and not get that chipper, so... Yeah. I ate so much that I was in agony. But I start getting pains. I don't know if you get that as well. Kind of at the side of your left side, under your rib cage. Agonizing pain when I Is eat too sure much. that wasn't in your heart, no? <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. I get this cramp that just doesn't go away for about two days when I overeat. It's very strange. But uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of it, actually. A lot of overeating. Uh, let, uh, yeah, let us know the single biggest amount of food you've ever had in one sitting 0876797104 maybe you've done some of those food challenges that different restaurants and takeaways do around the city as well and if you've completed some of them let us know what the crack is the most amount of food I think I've ever had in one sitting was Mazzoni's I think it was the wagon wheel I think they have a larger pizza now but the wagon wheel is so big you have to turn it sideways coming in the door won't fit but I didn't even do that on my own it's huge I couldn't complete even complete that on my own. So that was me and a mate after a responsible night out of orange juice. And we came back and we thought, you know, you're making really good decisions at two in the morning. You're like, yeah. are you hungry? Are you hungry? What do you do? A small, a medium? No, get it, get that one. So we got that one. Um, and we didn't finish that. But, you know, these professional eaters can put mountains of food away. So if you, if you fancy yourself as a little bit of a, an amateur competitive eater, let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp. Uh, Gavin's after messaging in saying, I once did a, a, a large pizza from Domino's along with garlic bread, wedges, dough balls, chicken dippers, chicken wings, and two cans of Coke Zero, so it doesn't count. Wow. That is a lot of food. Isn't Always. it? <laughs> It's always important to get the Coke Zeros in. <laughs> Not like, you're like so what are you even food. doing with your Coke Zero? Like, There's no point. Like Coke Zero, sorry. Like, wash that down to Coke Zero. That's fine. The calories don't count then. Um, oh, this, there's this there's certain foods, though. There's certain foods that you could probably eat more of. Like, I find pizza very heavy. So, although I did have two large pizzas before, you feel really full much quicker yeah. than if you were having, say, rice with something. Like, if I was to have um, a boujum, like, if they are listing anyone from boujum, I would happily do a, you know, competitive eating and see how mm. many I could eat. I could definitely go through a lot more of them than I could pizzas. I Like, cereal, I could probably eat cereal, no problem at all. Like, I could have a box of Cocoa Pops, no problem. Or Weetabix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weetabix is Oh, thing, Weetabix, so is, be... Weetabix is a bit heavier, though. I know, but I just can't stop because I love it when they get soggy and then I coat them in sugar and then, my God, you don't want to yeah. be anywhere near me for days after that because, oh, just say the fibre starts kicking in. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it's just not a decent smell at all. Lucian is after WhatsApping us in. Good evening, sir. Three kebabs, two litres of Coke. That's impressive. That's impressive. I've never really had a kebab. Like, I had my first kebab, I would say, this year. And they are a special, special meal. Yeah, they sound good. And I've heard they're really, really good. Now, Marcus mm. has it in to say that when he goes to McDonald's, he gets chips, a chicken burger, Burger 
K oh and gets a Whopper and a Chicken Royale <laughs> okay so just, just goes a, to just McDonald's and Burger King just yeah. to kind of uh, balance it, balance it balance out balance it out I like yeah. that yeah that's a lot of food too yeah it is a lot of food let us know the most the, the biggest meal you've ever had the most amount of food you've ever had in one sitting how big a pizza maybe it was several pizzas several burgers maybe it was like 700 chicken wings drop us a message and let us know 87 uh, on the way we'll be chatting to our competitive food eater he might have some tips for you and how you can improve and get more food in than you ever actually thought humanly possible and also before that we have to pay out uh, play out the call that we made to the guardian now you might have seen this today the guardian one of the most reputable news sources in the world claimed that Ireland's Paul Meskell from Normal People, who plays Connell and Normal People, claimed that he was British because he was up for an, for an Emmy and they said, you know what, he's British. And obviously we oblige by going mental and, and showing our outrage. Yeah, because he's clearly not. <laughs> clearly not, lads. I mean, we've gotten rid of his for, for a few years now, so stop claiming stuff as yours that is not yours. So what we did a little bit earlier on is um, we rang up the... Guardian's confidential tip line. Like, if you've got serious pieces of information that you want to speak to a Guardian journalist about that could, like, topple governments and expose scandals, you ring this number. We rang them to give them the huge piece of information that Paul Meskell is, in fact, Irish and that the Republic of Ireland is no longer under British rule. So we'll play that out in a few minutes as well. And also we'll have music from Julie. But that's... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue, Ireland's leading favourite online adult shop still to come. A sociolinguist is going to be telling you that if you think women talk more than men on a daily basis, you're wrong. So that'll be on the way closer to 11 o'clock. Uh, we have a competitive food eater on uh, a little bit later on as well. We were just talking about those uh, the, the most amount of food you've ever had in one single sitting. Uh, I'm not sure everyone got this correct now or heard this clearly enough, but Robert has said, I once... Ate a rice cake. Um, I would literally be eating my own hand if that's all I was able to eat. If that's one most, rice cake. Yeah, if that's the most amount of food, Robert, that you've eaten in one single sitting—a rice cake—I'm very, <laughs> very worried about you. How are you still alive? Uh, my God, listen. Um, let us know any of the other ridiculously either food challenges you've done or just mountains of food you've surprised yourself with being able to eat let us know 87 but now oh now it gets serious what's going on so the Brits are at it again unfortunately <sighs> always wrecking the buzz but you know one thing taking our counties but another <laughs> know, thing right? Claiming Paul Meskell. Taking our talent. So How you might have seen today, happens all the time, especially around award seasons where they're like, oh my God, this person's British when they're not. So uh, several news outlets today, including the reputable Guardian, said that Paul Meskell, who plays Connell in Normal People, is up for an, an Emmy. Congratulations, Connell. Um, but uh, they claimed that Paul Meskell was British. And then Paul had to come out a little bit earlier on and just clarify via, via the social media that he's actually Irish. And yeah. that's an important distinction to make. And I love that he literally tweeted out, I'm Irish, full stop. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that's all he needed to do. And, and he did that. But we didn't want to miss the opportunity to just kind of put the Brits back in their box a little bit. So a little earlier on, I found the confidential line for The Guardian. And so if you have got information that could expose 
you know, wrongdoing, if you're a whistleblower, if you want to topple a government with such shocking insider information, you give this call a line and they'll put you through to their editorial desk and then they can try and help you with some information. And it's their confidential tip line. So I called their confidential tip line a little bit earlier on with the shocking breaking news that no British media organisation seems to know about. That one, Paul Meskell is actually Irish. And two... The Republic of Ireland is not in the United Kingdom and is not actually a British colony anymore. There was a little, a little row for that uh, over the years. But anyway, we'll play the call. This is uh, how we got on ringing the Guardian's confidential tip line earlier on with our shocking breaking news. Have a listen. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling the Guardian Observer. I have some sensitive information in relation to a story that was published on your website today. I'm just wondering if I would be able to speak to a reporter or journalist about it. I have one moment. Let's try the news desk for you. Just a moment, please. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, the Guardian. Uh, hi, I have some sensitive information in relation to a story that you published on your website today that I don't think any other British news organisation has and I'm wondering if I could speak to someone who might be able to uh, handle this confidentially and properly and securely. What's the story? Is this call secure? I mean, I don't know how it works. You're patched through from our switchboard. I'm no IT expert. If you give me the uh, journalist that wrote the article, I can put you in touch with them, possibly. Um, I, I can't if just... You've got yeah. it um, I, I can't see, sorry, just I haven't got it in front of me. I'm in a bit of a rush. I'm doing this and work and I'm kind of a little bit panicked because um, I think it's pretty serious yeah. information. Yeah. I, I can kind of give you... Did you, did you know the, the headline? or? Yeah, um, it, it's in relation to um, Paul Meskell. He, he's actually Irish and I don't think anyone knows that. Okay, Paul... Mesco? He's just a normal person. Oh. A huge story today that went out that said he, he was British, but I don't think anyone in the UK knows that. He, he's actually Irish, and, and in 1922, we, we had a war with the British and got you out of the country. And we got 26 counties back, but I just don't think any uh, UK or news organisation has actually realised that we're oh, not okay. in the UK anymore. And I'm just wondering if you could maybe do a, a story on that, how, how Paul Mesco is, in fact, shockingly Irish. Okay. Well, uh, you want me Huge. to just pass that on? Or do you want to is there, uh, is leave there like, the details um, with you? Is there, is there like some sort of uh, investigative team that might be able to look into this for The Guardian so they could maybe do a, a detailed undercover report on, on realising that um, the Republic of Ireland left the UK? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. years ago. Right. Okay. And that Paul Meskel is, is, is Irish and, and not British. Okay. Right. Um, do you want me to give story. you some... Yeah, do you want me to uh, put you in touch with someone? Do you, do you want me to just pass this on? Or? If you could just pass that on, maybe, and then um, maybe one of your teams could take it from there and, and break it. You're okay. the first news organisation in the UK to break that story. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> now, when you're good, you're bloody good. I'm not going to lie. That was so funny. Right. I mean, so. why does she entertain you? <laughs> I don't fairness, understand. I had, to, I had to cut some of that stuff out because she was like, Paul Meskel, and she was wanted to spell it out and she was searching stuff and I'm not sure she got <laughs> it, but listen, there you go. Um, Paul, if you're listening, actually, here's what we'll, we'll try and do this evening, okay? Uh, we've got to make sure that Paul Meskel knows that we have his back and that we've informed the British media that uh, he is, in fact, Irish. So if you go on to FM104's Twitter, uh, you'll see the video that's retweeted there of the call. Uh, it's slightly longer, but you can see the, the video there. Just tag Paul Meskel in it, and we'll see if we can just get it to him and know that we have his back over here and that we'll, we'll be defending him and uh, the rest of the Irish people who get owned or try to be owned by the British. So uh, it, Meskel Paul, I think, is his name on Twitter, but you can go tag it on FM104's Twitter page and we'll see if we can get the good news to him and uh, the fact that we leaked the story to The Guardian that he is, in fact, uh, Irish and not British. Here is that. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. We can see you here on Room 104. On the way uh, soon, we'll be talking to a competitive professional eater, somebody who uh, takes on some of the world's biggest food challenges. They'll be on the way uh, shortly. And speaking of food, today is, is it National Wing Day? National Wings Day, yeah. What so a day. So if you're a fan of wings, yeah, do you know what? Hang on, hang on that deserves it. It does, it does deserve that. But, you know, I am a fan of wings, right? But, but, people are going to hate me now. There's no but. Stop stop right there, dude. What do you mean? You are a fan of wings. End of sentence. Move on to another topic. Okay. But, like, there's, there's better food out there. I'd like to uh, wish Saoirse the the best of luck in her new venture as she finishes up here on Room 104 this evening. It's been an emotional year and what, um, but it turns out that due to creative and culinary differences, uh, we will not be able to work together anymore. So just giving you the heads up first. But look, it means that there's no competition between us. You know, you can have the wings all you like. I will have the, you know, the boujum. It's fine. We are never competing for food, ever. 
Don't be trying to back out of this one now. So you like wings, but what? <clears throat> I like wings, but, you know, I would never crave them. I'd never sit in a restaurant. I'd never run to Elephant <sighs> Castle. I'd never, My God. you know, go above and beyond to get it's myself sacrilegious. some wings. Like, there's people that have, during lockdown, got wings delivered. Yeah, I was that one was of those on several occasions. Your takeaway was chicken wings. Yeah, unbelievable. And what else? Like, what did you put with it? Did chips. you have chips? And more chicken wings. You don't need anything else with chicken wings. You just have but more chicken wings. But is it not wings. just mainly bone? No. No, you like, get the you nice fat be... chickens. Mm. No, better mm. off having some chicken nuggets or chicken dippers. Okay, no? well... Well, listen, on a National Wing Day, Saoirse will be getting uh, 20 lashes because she's committed the cardinal sin of just not fawning over chicken wings all day, every day. But listen, uh, in, in, just in relation to that, the fact that it is National Wing Day, Crossy from the Strawberry Alarm Clock has done up a uh, just a video, a wing-related video, to give you a little bit of an insight into some of the best wings around uh, Dublin. And that is up on FM104's Instagram and it's up on FM104's and uh, Facebook. Yeah, even better, it's... Uh a wing it challenge that he did. So, you know, wing it, delicious. Yeah. And why so, does he get Why does he get all the food challenges? I don't know why he does. Okay. I actually don't. This is upsetting. <laughs> but you can win a box of, uh, of wing it chicken, lovely chicken, yeah, wings, and uh, 25 euro voucher for there as well. So go on to our Facebook page and our Instagram and have a look at it. I mean, I'd love to try wing it. I've only had Elephant and Castle and what's the other famous one? Um, there's Blue Bar and Scary's Elephant and Castle, uh, Tribeca, I think. Tribeca, Is that yeah. in Rahini, Rathfarnham, Ranala? There we Ranala. go. And it was one of the oars. Got there in the end. Um, but uh, there's also the other famous, famous which is the other one, um, in Duvelin, in the city centre. Wing it. Wing it. And then the other one, Wishbone. Oh, wish Loads of wing yeah. places. Uh, anyway, if you so maybe your wing, I, maybe I need to go on a wing challenge myself and go and test taste the twelve all of wings of Dublin. This is what you need to do. Yeah. yeah, that's a lovely idea. Actually, I might do that. Yeah. So, uh, wing and wings. Uh, the video is up on uh, F104's Instagram and Twitter and the usual social media handles as well. If you are fancy trying your hand at that and trying your luck before uh, the night is out. Uh, now, before we move on, do we have a quick question before we have to go? Yes, Go we anywhere. do. Yeah, um, you are more likely to do what on a Wednesday? You are more likely to do what on a Wednesday? That's a good one. Now, mm-hmm. more you're more likely to do what on a Wednesday, right? Listen, we'll leave it at that for now and see if we can uh, get any more clues or tips out of the uh, out of the out of station before uh, the ten o'clock here this evening. So you're more likely to do this. Of a Wednesday. Some of the guests are coming in already. <laughs> very, very funny indeed. 0876797104. You're more likely to do this, this of a Wednesday. What do you think it is? Have a guess. You can WhatsApp us in for free. 0876797104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. You can listen back to the full shows, get the interviews up on the Room 104 podcast, Spotify, Acast, wherever you're listening to your audio from, you can find us there. So, Saoirse, the question we have for you for, for this evening is what? The question is, you're more likely to do what on a Wednesday? And this is brilliant because one of the first guesses that came in was cry. 
Yeah, a lot of people do find Wednesdays to be the worst day of the week because Monday, it's kind of just a given that you're back in, but you've just had a weekend, so you're probably a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. And it doesn't really hit you till Wednesday. And like me, you wake up on Wednesday and you think it's Thursday. That happens all the time. It's not yeah. cry, though. It's not cry. That comes in from Linda. Linda, are you okay? Do you need to talk about something? Was today a particularly bad day or is this Wednesday your general cry day? You're like, listen, I, I just, the way I deal with the <clears throat> idiots that I work with is to go in for a little bathroom, cry for 20 minutes, and then everything's kind of okay for a little while. Yeah. But thank you for that. It is not It is not the right answer. Another one here from uh, Lucy and what's the story, sir? Again, is it take a day off? Take a day off on a Wednesday? Now, I wouldn't be into taking a day off on a Wednesday. I'd prefer Friday, personally. Mm. No, Wednesday, taking a day off is not the answer. Yeah, Wednesday would be an odd one to take off, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it does kind of break up the week, but, like, you can't do anything. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Because you still have the the anxiety of you're going back to work tomorrow, so you can't really do anything too exciting. Yeah. And then, you know, Tuesday night, what happens on a Tuesday night? You can't really go off having fun on a Tuesday. To sleep yeah. in on a Wednesday? It makes no sense. Yeah. Speaking of sleep in, somebody said this. Uh, Leanne, what's the crack? She said, is it sleep in? Are you more likely to sleep in on a Wednesday? Because, you know what, you got your you got your life together for Monday, you were still going Tuesday, and then just, nah, good luck, see you, bye. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that maybe by Wednesday you're so burnt out that you end up sleeping through your alarm, not waking up in time for work. But it's not the mm. answer I'm looking for. Uh, okay, oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You were more likely to do this on a Wednesday than any other day of the week. More likely to do this on a Wednesday. Uh, so Ryan and Kelly, what's the story? Uh, Ryan and Kelly said, "Is it go to viewpoint?" Me and Kelly are here on our weekly Wednesday trip. What? Am I missing something here? What's viewpoint? Yeah. What? What is viewpoint? I was about to ask you. I thought that this was some kind of hidden thing that I just don't know about. Viewpoint? Is that like a location? Is it going to a viewpoint? Are you going to a viewpoint in Kalini Hill or out to Hoth? Is some viewpoint there? Or are we? Oh, as in you're going. That makes sense. Yeah, so they might go to Hoth, or they might go to Dunleary or Kalini, just for a drive and right. a little little bit of a view. And no, a I mean cuddle. maybe I'm just get bored easy. I would just hate to do that every Wednesday. Well, we we're still trying to figure out what viewpoint is. Yeah, but is it go to viewpoint? What is viewpoint? Let us know, Ryan. We need to know. Clarify if we're missing something completely. Maybe it's you meant view the cinema. Is it view cinema and auto corrected the viewpoint? I don't know what it is. Oh, anyway. actually, isn't Wednesday cinema day usually cheaper than any other day? I think that's just in the Odeon, though. Oh, the view is a different. Is a different. I thought one. it was kind of every cinema they had Wednesday deals. Maybe I don't they know. Do. Maybe, Maybe they, they do. do. Haven't seen a cinema in a bit, what feels like about 12 years now at this stage anyway. Keep us in the loop, Ryan. Let us know what you and Kelly are getting up to. Uh, what's, what's the story with Viewpoint? Uh, okay, um, uh, you're more likely to do this of a Wednesday. Liam, good evening, what's the story? More likely to eat out slash order food. Yes, you probably get the niggle of, you know, halfway through the week, you're fed up and you kind of just want to start your kind of weekend takeaway binge on Wednesday or maybe after work you might go for food because it breaks up the week a little bit I would be, I would do that if I worked normal hours definitely but it's not the answer okay 
Sorry about that. It is not the answer. Amy, good evening. What's the story? Thank you. She said, Viewpoint is up past the Hellfire Club. It used to be teenagers going there for the ride. Now they go there to get stoned. <laughs> Looks out over the whole of Dublin. Now, now. Oh, now, now, Ryan and Kelly. Are you living at home and you have to go for little drives? Well, look, you have to do what you have to do. And that's just uh, it. So I hope you're having lots of responsible fun. Is it anywhere near like Tick Knock? Because I was in Tick Knock a couple of weeks ago. And a similar kind of view. It's up the Dublin Mountains and overlooks the entire city, which is class. But thanks oh. for sending that on, What are you doing up the Dublin Mountains? Just doing a bit of exercise. Burying a body. I am actually the <laughs> flip-flop killer. Sorry about this. It was me drawing the flip-flops it. all along. I just have this uh, <laughs> dissociated um, psychological <laughs> disorder, which means I can't do anything. Uh, or I don't realise what I'm doing, but there you go. Um, okay, well, we got that sorted. Viewpoint. Happy days. Um, we know where that is now and if you're up there yourself there's two young ones in the car beside you now who are getting up to no good and it's shaking back and forth telling them to stop the heavy petting in public now and cop on <laughs> um, uh, okay let's see who else do we have you're more likely to wash your clothes on a Wednesday Ashley and Bray <laughs> it's just dirty clothes the rest of the week and yeah. clean clothes on a Wednesday I mean that sounds about right it's a boring yep. day it's a day for doing boring things like washing um, it's not the answer though no ah no no this is probably a good thing a nice thing you know washing clothes is not particularly nice or fun okay it's a nice thing it's a good thing and also yeah. uh, can again do both men and women do this thing on a Wednesday yeah no I've never done this on a Wednesday I've only ever done this on a weekend. Okay. Can you do this at home? Um, you could, but you're more likely to not do it at home. Would you do it at work? No, you definitely wouldn't. And can you do it on your own? No. Hmm. Hmm, that's an interesting one now. Okay, if you can... Uh, there's a bit more info there from Saoirse. If you can figure that one out, you're more likely to do this on a Wednesday... You maybe could do it at home. You definitely wouldn't be doing it at work. And you can't do this on your own. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Quick reminder, you might have seen today Normal People's uh, Paul Meskel, the Guardian and a lot of other news outlets claimed that he was British, yet again stealing our talent and trying to claim as if uh, Irish people were British, when he is, in fact, obviously Irish. Uh, a little earlier on, we rang uh, the Guardian, who ran with this story, claiming that he was British. We rang their confidential tip line and gave them and leaked them some shocking information that, in fact, one, Paul Meskel is Irish, not British, and two, the Republic of Ireland isn't actually in the UK, which no British organisation or media outlet seems to understand or know. So we leaked them some shocking, shocking information that hopefully they'll run with. If you want to see the video, it's up. Um, if you check out FM104's Twitter account, and uh, go on and tag Paul Meskel and let him know that we have his back and that we have, you know, provided the important information to the British media now. So if you want to go on, it's Meskel Paul, I think is his Twitter name, but tag him, let him know, have a look at the video and we'll, we'll let him know that we've got his back and, and they, won't be, they won't be messing with Paul Meskel anymore, right? Uh, moving on, the question again, Sergio, this evening was? The question is, you're more likely to do what on a Wednesday? You're more likely to do what on a Wednesday, okay? Uh, Mark thinks it's saying, thank God uh, you're over the hump as it's the middle of the week. Oh, that's actually a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that on a Wednesday. It's not the answer I'm looking for, though. Uh, Adrian has also said, good evening, Adrian. How are things? Haven't chatted to you in a while. Hope you're well. 
He said, go to work. Go to work on a Wednesday. Well, do you not work on any other day of the week? Well, maybe you're calling in sick on Monday. And here's the thing. Well, not only calling in sick. Maybe you're hungover and you're calling in sick on Monday. Now, to make it more convincing, you have to call in sick on Tuesday as well because that would give the impression that, oh, there must have been actually something wrong with him. If you just call in sick of a Monday, they know you were hungover and out on Sunday night. Yeah, I never thought about that, actually. So maybe but this then is what you don't want. Does. Wait, is it two days before you have to have a sick note? I don't know what the story is with sick notes. I don't know either. Um, it's not the answer, though. Not a bad guess, though. Not a bad guess at all. Uh, is it Netflix and chill? I'd say loads of people do that on a Wednesday, yeah. It's not the answer, though. You're not more likely to do that on a Wednesday. I would say you're more likely to do that on a Friday. Really? Yeah, because you're finished. And most people... Actually, a lot of people would go out after work on a Friday. I'm saying, you know, you might kind of go on a big night out on a Saturday and Friday would be your Netflix and chill night. Mm, Or Sunday. Actually, maybe Sunday. Uh, Okay, so uh, the last couple of guesses here that have come in, uh, last few moments for you to get your... uh, get your guesses in 0876797104 you are far more likely to do this on a Wednesday compared to any other day of the week you can, you can kind of do this thing at home but you probably generally never do you can most definitely not do it at work and you cannot do this thing on your own so uh, what do you think it is 0876797104 is it f- no it's not fill up the car it's not is it clean the house had a lot of people saying that kind of stuff clean the house wash clothes no. is it do the lotto no and uh, even if you send her, what's the crack? Three. She says something about sick notes. Sorry, I don't know what you're saying about uh, about the sick notes. Right. So, um, I, so nobody has gotten it so far. Then none of those has answers, nobody are they got even this? close. No, 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 they're they're not close. So this involves doing something with somebody else. Right. That's a big clue. Uh, right. You wouldn't usually do it, you know, in your house or or at home, and. You definitely wouldn't do it in work. But it is something that you will be doing for the first time. Now, that's a huge hint. Something you're doing for the first time? Yes. Uh, on a Wednesday. What are you doing for the first time on a Wednesday? Uh, start a diet. And no one starts a diet on a Wednesday. No, L- literally no one. Okay. I wonder if anyone's going to get this. Yeah, Ryan's giving up. Think about Everybody. it now. Th- this doesn't <clears throat> apply to everyone. This only applies to certain people. It depends on where you're at in your life. Uh, okay, this is the, literally the, the, just coming in this second. Kieran, good evening. What's the story? Has Kieran gotten this correct? He thinks that you're more likely to go on a date on a Wednesday. Is Kieran correct and right? Yes, he is. You're more likely to go on a first date on a Wednesday. Really? Yes, really. I don't know why this is. I assume. It's because you've got a bit of structure in your week and you're only getting to know the person, so maybe you're not going to go on a mad one. You probably, because you're working the next day, won't be, you know, won't be kind of inviting them back to your place or vice versa, so you're getting to know them a little bit. So she wouldn't be doing that on the first date now anyway. My God. 
I definitely have you no morals. See, I do. That's the thing. I, I'm different to you. I have morals. Um, so, yeah, Wednesday for a first date. So if you are wondering and you're chatting up somebody on Tinder or elsewhere now that you can kind of meet them again, maybe try Wednesday. You should have gone and out maybe, tonight. And maybe try the viewpoint up in the Dublin Mountains. This Beautiful. could all come full circle now. This is amazing. I, so, you're, you're, yeah, you're more like to go know, on a though. date on a Wednesday. If a guy turned around and said, do you want to go up to the Dublin Mountains? On the first date, I'd probably say no. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.